All right, today I'm talking to Michael Marvash. We met in 2018 at a conference as a result of me following some more of my inklings. I've said, talked about conferences before and the value of following those inklings that you don't know what they're going to turn into. And uh, Michael was on episode 70 of this podcast. He was doing a podcast at the time called, I think, Dead Man's Forest. Is that right? There you go. Okay. So anyway, I'll link to that episode. You can learn more about Michael and what he was up to then. Michael and I have stayed in touch and it came out in a conversation back in, I think, February or so that he was going to go to Landmark. And I don't know much about Landmark. It's come up over the last five or six years with just different people that I know that have attended it that have been changed by it, transformed by it. I know other people that have gone to it to actually learn to be with Landmark <laughs> and not uh, be like really not to fight it, but basically to, I don't know, maybe mess with it a little bit instead of having it mess with them. I know another person that well, he's spoken about it. Brian Johnson, who's got a new book coming out and does uh, the heroic community. He went to like the first hour, few hours of it. And they told, I guess at this time they said, you can't leave. And he's like, oh, well, then I'm leaving. And that just didn't work for him. And he left. And I was like, "Woo, okay, that's so. But his wife, I guess, went through all the courses and got tons out of it. And so... Anyway, I'm just super curious about Landmark, so that's why I want to talk to you about today and wherever else we go. So, Sounds great. Well, let me say thanks for having me, John. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to the conversation, too. <sighs> There's so many places to go with this. Well, okay, let's start with the first thing, which is integrity. So you've in your newsletter, by the way, Michael's written a book. He has a newsletter. I recommend getting it. Uh, there's always something thoughtful and something to ponder and uh, more questions and answers, which is what I really love. Um, so you've been talking about integrity. I scheduled us for earlier. I said, Michael, I'm sick. I can't meet. Let's meet on this. I will, I, John, will get back to you by the end of October because I'm going on a three-week retreat. I'm going to be off the internet, blah, blah, blah. I get back. I'm just like, oh, I'm not ready to schedule anyone. I'm not ready to schedule. I, I know I, Michael's on my list. I'm getting back to him. I said I would. I go to reply to your email, and it's now it's like the first or second week of November. Like, oh my gosh, I did not, fo I did not follow. I'm out of integrity. I said that I would get back to you by the end of October. I have not. So I was like, oh, I don't think I did any. I don't think like I haven't done anything immoral here. I probably haven't hurt Michael's feelings, but I feel an obligation to say, hey. I said I would do this. I didn't do this. So I apologized. And I meant it. But then I was like, well, I'm apologizing, but what am I apologizing for? And I know Landmark is really big on your word and your word creates and all this other stuff. So let's start there. What? Integrity. Our word. That's interesting. Um, it's interesting, actually, to hear you say that you were thinking about that. Maybe when I saw your apology and I was like, well, I haven't been impacted. I, like, I know. Yeah. Apology. Um, you know, my life is really busy. <laughs> You're like, thank goodness he canceled. 
yeah um but yeah it's since i've just been sort of living in this world of it like integrity is what land talks about i by no means do i understand all of the accounts for their but integrity their definition of integrity is they they claim it's different than you know the sort of day-to-day and 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 what they would claim and i think it's probably true for a lot of people i don't think it was necessarily true for me they would claim that most of the time when we're talking about integrity we're talking about whether or not someone is the right thing if you do the right thing they have integrity if you don't they don't well landmark is coming from a place where right and wrong don't really exist so so their definition of integrity is more functional and they say things have integrity if they work things don't have integrity if they don't work your car is running it has integrity it's structurally capable of doing what a car is intended to do and then they just apply that same thing to human beings and how we are in the world even though we don't i don't think of it that way you know and it is my life working I don't know how to answer that question that sort of like puts me on my heels a little bit like well in a lot of ways yeah I think my life is working great and in some ways maybe not but I'm there's clearly something here where I'm not clear on it um, and then landmark says quite simply like look at the areas of your life that aren't working something is out of integrity there and they would go so far as to claim that every area of your life that's not working, some word has been broken. I think they would say that's either you are not keeping your word or you know, at, at the effect of someone else not keeping their word. I really had trouble sometimes finding Okay, where where is it that I've broken my word here? But I'm completely open to the possibility that that's, you know, just that I don't know what I'm looking for. Um, so anyway, coming back to to your apology for not working, I that I haven't like part of my frustration with landmark is that I want to get into really conversations about definitions like I want to go down the rabbit hole with somebody who knows content and I haven't had I haven't made let's let's use some landmark language I haven't created the opportunity for that to happen yet I'm sort of still being victim <laughs> no one's saying oh like that's too hard or I can't make that work or whatever but uh, I think that what landmark would say is that closest you can get to having integrity is saying I have no integrity like I can't I can't keep my word you know like I'm I'm constantly breaking my word and looking for ways out of it and trying to weasel out of it and trying to look good for other people and doing things because I want to look good and like I'm just a, a mess of a human being because that's what it means to be a human being and the closest you can get to having integrity is just owning that Thing, that's that's what it is. I'm not going to be defensive about it. I'm not going to try to hide it. It's just what it is. 
And then I think what Landmark would say is that rather than having integrity, you can be in relationship to integrity. I don't really understand what I just said. <laughs> I, I sort of get it. Sort of, Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's an accurate characterization of what Landmark would say, but that's sort of where I am with my understanding of it right now. Okay. So... So in your email where you're like, oh, you know, I'm out of integrity and I'm sorry about that. I was looking at that from a land, through the lens of Landmark and I was like, I think that insofar as you said I'm out of integrity, that's as much in integrity as you could have been at that point. And there was no need to apologize. There was just, you know, state it. It had an impact. I'm going to own that and we're going to move forward. And that's all any of us can do, right? It's like be an integrity is the first thing. And when you're not an integrity, just Cl- be an integrity. Clean it up. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. So I saw it. I was like, oh, I need to clean this up. No problem. Like, yeah. So what is the overarching like why did what led you to landmark? What why do people go to landmark? So, I can tell you, I don't, maybe I could try to tell you why I went. <laughs> I don't know if I could tell you why people go to Landmark. That's totally fair. <laughs> why uh, did Michael go to Landmark? Yeah, so, um, I met this guy, Brian McFadden, in, at a conference last November uh, around integral theory which is a set of ideas developed by a kind of fringe philosopher named Ken Wilber, who I think is brilliant. Um, so I met Brian there, found out we live in the same town, connected with him, and he, w- and he talked about how the, you know, we went out to lunch, and he talked about how Landmark had had a huge impact on his life and been involved in it for probably 40 years. And he was the third or fourth person in five or six years would mention Landmark to me. I'd looked into it, I talked to some people who had done it about it, but I hadn't really considered it myself. And it was mostly like, well, I keep running into this, so I should probably go do it just to see what it is. And um, so that was it, really. It was like, it was sort of like one of those situations where I feel like the universe just keeps poking you about something and you're like, well, I, you know, I don't know what this is, but it keeps coming up, so maybe it's important. Um, so, you know, if we're looking at it through a hero's journey lens, maybe that was my call to adventure, but I certainly don't know what the hell happened, like having gone. Um, so yeah you know I went to the forum in uh, March of this year which is what eight eight or nine months ago now Um, and 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 I just I have some idea of what I got from that I've done another three of their programs since then another another weekend one the initial forum is a a come back and even later 
process how it's been affecting your life or how it's been life due to those three days. Um, and, and then I did another weekend like that one. And then, um, I did two of their 10 week sessions. So, so that's been a lot, like it's been a lot of work, but also I've started coaching and my wife and I have been going to some counseling and I've been sending these emails very consistently. So I've been meditating. So there's just a bunch of practices that I've implemented in my life that I don't think I would have if I hadn't gone to Landmark early. What I said to you earlier is it just sort of, it was like a little pebble that fell on a mountain. Everything has started moving. And and again, right, like I feel like everything's shifting and I'm not sure how it's all shaping up and I'm not sure I mean, I know, like, I'm going to say something. I, I, I would say, I'm not even sure if it's been good. But then I would say, you know, I I have been in the habit of really thinking about things in my life and in life in general in terms of right and wrong, good and bad. And one of the things I'm coming to see is that I, I think maybe I've really been limiting myself by thinking that way because... When I'm just trying to see the way things are, right, wrong, good, bad, whatever, I'm not allowing myself to see what's possible. And now I'm using landmark language. Because <laughs> landmark, you know, the initial sort of uh, discovery that Warner Earhart may had, that landmark, I, tr- I actually trust that Landmark is trying to help other people discover this for themselves. Is that um, whatever limitations exist in my life exist because I placed them on myself. They don't exist in reality. They exist because I am not seeing what's possible. And, and I don't fully understand that. I certainly don't, like, I'm not living in that on a moment-to-moment basis. But it seems like there's some something there that if I could get it, like, get it into me and, and look at life through that lens, that uh, I would really have some power that I have not had, you know, in the last two or three decades of my life. So there's there's a long semi-rambling answer to your question. <laughs> no, and I love the the good, bad, right, wrong. I, that comes up a, a lot in my own work with people. Yeah. And and the way the way I like to look at it is like, is this effective or not? Yeah. The right, wrong, good, bad, judge it, you get into judgment, critique, yeah. all kinds of places that uh uh, that'll make some people uncomfortable. Well, come on, John. Isn't there right and wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of think there is. And what if there is this other way where we don't spend so... I mean, that was so much of my past. Yeah. Are you doing the right thing or the wrong thing? Good, bad. Do you need forgiveness for your sins? Like, right. And that was a whole other thing. But yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, totally. Me too. And, and I'm... 
right there with you. It's like I don't get super uncomfortable about the conversation because it's just conversation and whatever. Like, I'm just talking about the possibility of right and wrong not existing. Um, great. Uh, but yeah, it's like I, I still, I just, it's, I just go there, right? It's the habit of, oh, I'm right and he's wrong. And, you know, then I get real um, self justified about that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like look at me all self righteous and better than you. But I also go the other way, right? Where I'm like, uh-huh. oh, he's right and I'm wrong, and oh, that I stink, and what man, I'm so stupid. And yeah, and then I'm spending a whole bunch of time and energy just like talking about nothing, right? <laughs> it's not real. It's not. It's not real life. And then I'm not like living. So, oh, because they're just ideas. They're just stories in your head. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I'm and then I'm just living up in. I'm spending all this time up in my head instead of out in life. So I see that, you know, I I I, I get that at least that to that. I get the extent to which this is something that I am doing in life and creating. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure how to break the habit I think maybe I've started breaking the habit because it's just well you got to do this practice and you got to do this practice and and there's probably a lot of really basic stuff like you know meditate and uh, make eye contact with people and like you know so have you know sit my wife and I sit down once a week and we really try to be there with each other and we check in and that's not something we were doing before so like think it's having an impact but I don't know what impact it's having yet I, I can just sort of see myself doing practices and trying harder sort of like trying harder than I was in the past but it really doesn't feel like trying harder it just feels like being more aware um, that like what I do in every moment is what my life is. I hear that as intention. Is that maybe it's intention? Maybe it's discipline. Maybe it's just awareness. You know, like that's the thing that I talked about over and over in my book is like pay attention. And I and you know maybe I needed to. Maybe I'm the one who needed to hear that. <laughs> you know more than anyone else like um but yeah i don't know it's certainly it's certainly an ongoing process and like i I am often frustrated and sometimes i'm jaded sometimes i'm like i don't want to give up and i don't want to deal with any of this but you know in a way i know that it's like and i think this is true because i'm feeling a little emotional about it right now it's like it's dealing with myself you know and like the ways that I've been in my own way um so many years that's what it that's what it feels like and that's probably why it's frustrating because it seems like I should be able to be like well just get over it you know, like, just get out of your way come on <laughs> aren't you, like aren't you in control of yourself <laughs> isn't that a fascinating question yeah 
I, my answer for myself would be like not as much as I would like. Yeah, I think I am, and then I'm yeah. like, well, no, I said I would do this, or I'm gonna um, not right. read the news. I'm not gonna read the news today, and it's like, well, no, I really need to check. Really need to check. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. feel better. I'm gonna feel better if certain things happen. Yeah, they haven't happened. They yeah. probably won't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. And no, I do that. You know, I do that, and and that's like part of what I pay my coach for to just like when I when that comes up hit me in the face with it you know (laughs) don't let me ignore it and that is uncomfortable (laughs) and yeah and like I I I have some resentment when that happens but then I'm like well you know I could I could say I resent my coach for doing that but no that's not that's me just trying to avoid taking responsibility for myself in my own life and I can see that but but yeah like what 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 you said earlier like about what you learned about yourself I I don't know what I've learned about myself other than that I don't think I actually have a very good idea of what I even mean when I talk about myself it's like who who what is this self it's just just all these thoughts and habits and 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 none of that's real it's all just stuff that i do and stuff that i think and stuff that happens but that's not like me i don't it's really hard to talk about it's really hard to talk i about. know where you're going no i hear i as you're talking, I'm thinking some people are listening to this and they're just like, oh my gosh, like these guys have lost their minds. Right. Like, what do you mean? Like, you don't so know who, and yet there's some, there's no, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, yes, I, I'm, I'm, I am tracking with you. Yeah. And I, and I say that to those people who are listening to that, who are just rolling their eyes at how woo woo this is. I would say like, I have been a person for the last 20 years who is so like not spiritual just like what you know just down to earth and and just within the last few years I've realized here's a language for it that I I'm just getting to because I just started reading a book and um, but this is like Joseph Campbell language we've got day language and night language and day language is the language about what is empirical and and how reality is and night language is about the metaphor and the analogy and the visualization of like how how do we exist in ways that don't that can't be described very well by language if at all because language is just this you know it's like this little piece of reality (laughs) Um, and it's and it's oftentimes not up to the task of describing what the experience of existing is like. So I think I've just, you know, like I've just been, to use those terms, I've just only been operating in the realm of day language for decades. And now I'm sort of realizing, oh man, there is this power and life in the metaphor, in the spirituality, in, in, in the ways of looking at life other than just those ways that are 
describable by language. And I'm very uh, inexperienced, but I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Now, what struck me is something you said in one of your recent le- newsletters about not knowing has been a real, and I feel like that's kind of what you're saying and not saying at the same time here, maybe, which again, some people will be super uncomfortable with. Like, what do you mean you guys don't know anything? What a bunch of fools. Like, uh, let me go listen to something else. Yeah. And yet the older, I think some of this is my own baggage and my own wounds from organized religion where people just knew. They yeah. knew with a capital K. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm just surrounding myself with more and more people that don't know anything. Yeah. And they know a lot. Like, it's this weird paradox of immense knowledge, immense understanding, and yet a humbleness that says, I don't know anything. Yeah. And it's like, no, you do. You know a lot. and you. But there's... I want more of that in my life because there's space, there's freedom, there's there's possibility, there's... Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I see that too. And and yeah, it's, I want I I want that for myself. You know, I want to sort of be in in that humility of yeah, I don't know anything because then I'm open to the possibility. But uh, and I try to go there now. You know, when I try to be in that, I just feel insecure. You know, and I feel sort of. A little bit worthless, maybe. Um, like, oh well, I don't know anything. Well, then, well, I don't know anything. So, like, what you know, like, I can't, I can't say anything. I can't. I have no authority. I, I have no power. You know, like all these, and that's probably all connected to the religious upbringing too, in ways that I don't see because I have that thing in the same way that you do, or in a similar way to you. Um. Is there a notion of value? Yeah, I mean, here we are, you know, it, 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 it reminds me of something that I, that occurred to me this week, which is just that, like, one of the things I've really been trying to work on consistently with my coach is getting clear on what I want and how what I want, I'm not clear on what I want almost at all. And the maybe little bit of shift that I had recently was that it's not really that I'm not clear on what I want. It's that I want all of these things that are in conflict. You know, I want, I want to exercise and I don't want to exercise. I want to have a family and I want to be left alone. I, you know, it's like, (laughs) and, and I don't know how to resist. And so I don't know what the lesson for myself here is, but I hope I'm getting closer to to realizing it. But yeah, that's what just came up for me. Would there be an aspect there of choosing, which I think is another, isn't there a landmark distinction of choosing versus deciding? Yes. I, I encountered that with one of the coaches in my seminars and I had a pretty emotional you know, he, I was just listening to him talk about deciding and choosing, and I just like broke down and started crying. And I was like, "Oh man, there's something really powerful here," but I still am not sure what it is. Um, I can tell you, like, I've done a lot of deciding in my life. And, what's know, the distinction? What can the, you? Ex- what's the I language? Decide, the linguistic root of the word "decide" is to kill. 
or cut off. I've heard. Yeah, that... know, decide, uh, uh, homicide, suicide. It's all the same root. It's like decide, it's split up possibility and kill off a bunch of them until there's only one left. Okay. And choosing has nothing to do with that. It's like, well, here's the possibilities, and I choose this one, and that doesn't mean the other one go away. This or are any less important. Um, oh, then you don't have to choose the right one. Yeah, and there's no because right you just wrong. you just chose one, and yeah. there's right. You just pick up a different one if that one didn't work out or was not effective. Yeah, yeah. So there's a sort sort of there's the sense that I get is you know a permanence versus a, a not permanence, but also that's really I I see some danger or some risk in that because. Um, I think part of what I'm struggling with is, well, maybe this is not true, but I perceive that I've been super wishy-washy <laughs> in my life and that I, oh, you know, I'm going to dip my toes in this and dip my toes in this and dip my toes in this. And that's been my whole life, you know, just dipping my toes in things and never jumping in. Um, and so maybe it gets back to what I want, you know, part of what I want is just to dip my toes in things. And part of what I want is to jump in. <laughs> and I don't, it's almost like I don't know how to do it. Uh, or I'm so afraid of doing it that I haven't done it. You know, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting closer to doing that too. Or maybe I, you know, maybe I'll just have a lifetime of dipping my toes in things and that's fine. I don't know. And people often had judgments around that. Oh, I just dip my toes in a lot of things and I never really commit, so I'm a loser. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, it, it, maybe not I'm a loser, but like, uh, I, I, I never end up really finding anything out because I'm always just, you know, 2% in. Speaking of 2% in, back a little bit more to the logistics of these courses. Yeah. Is it true that you that there's no bathroom breaks and that it goes on from, like, yeah. forever and from, you, from like, what? I, yeah. What's from true? What I, from, from what I hear, like, you know, some of the chat, that, that it used to be like that, and it's not now. Like, you can, you can get up and leave whenever you need to go to the bathroom. And, and actually, that's a huge part of it. Um, you know, once during my initial forum, I, I sort of got stuck and I was like, there's this thing, you know, that the course is moving on and I'm still sort of stuck on this thing we were talking about a few minutes ago. So they have a bunch of coaches in the back of the room and you can get up and you can go say, hey, can I talk to you about this thing and you go out in the hall and you talk it through. Um, and they encourage that. So, yeah, I, I did that in the forum. Um and and then there's these the seminars which are like two and a half hour sessions on a weeknight, um, and and they give you a free one after your forum, you know. So which is a way to which is a really great way to keep you involved. So I was doing that, but um, it the the two and a half hours bridged uh, the baby's bedtime, and like that's a really important ritual in our family that my wife and I, you know, each do these and play these roles and we put the baby together. So I went to somebody in Landmark and I said that. I was like, hey, can I sign up for a different course because this is bridging my bedtime? And he said, just sign up for this course, do this course, and do what you need to do to take care of your life. I did that course and I, you know, 
left for 15 or 20 or 30 minutes to take care of the baby's bedtime because it's an online, you know, it's a Zoom course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that. And, and so that worked. Um, that worked insofar as, you know, like I, I still got to sort of uh, be true to the commitment that I made to, you know, be a present father. Um, but it, it, and then there's this tent, this tension where, uh, landmark is there. A huge part of what they talk about is like leaving the past in the past and not dwelling on it. And I'm a big fan of that. (laughs) And so, um, and so like, if you, go to the forum and didn't do the exercises for example like your coach was talking about you could easily have some regrets about that and you could say i would have gotten more out of it had i done x y and z but they that what they often say is you know you got what you got and you didn't get what you didn't get so i did that seminar and i left for a few minutes every time to put the baby to, to bed and i got what i got out of it and i didn't get what i didn't get but i still am like oh man it, it would have been more effective if i had and that so then my next seminar I scheduled for a time that wasn't over the baby's bedtime and in a way and in a way both things are true because I do feel like I was more engaged in that seminar and what I got out of it was more powerful so there's like this this weird paradox where you use the experiences you have to course correct and try to do better in the future but also you don't like well it was what it was and you know it's i can't change the past so so i don't understand that or maybe i do understand it you know maybe this is a good example of like well here's something that i know but can't articulate very well um but yeah like i can look at that second seminar that i did and say you know there was ways that i engaged in that that weren't as powerful as they could have been and I want to fix that for the next seminar that I do. And I'm making some adjustments for that. Like I didn't immediately sign up for another seminar um, because there's a lot of things. Well, there's a lot of books that I want to read that I have not had time to read. because There's not a lot of free time in the week with, you know, a baby in at home and another baby on the way. And, you know, I have to work and there's all of these, you know, and there's, you know, I'm doing the coaching and the counseling and I, I still want to have some social life and hang out with my friends. So it's like, there's not a lot of time that's not accounted for. Uh, and, and I was like, I'm going to use this two and a half hours a week to do some, some of the reading that I've been wanting to do. And I'll, and I, you know, I, I paid for my next seminar. It's on the calendar and I'll just keep calling landmark and being like, push it back another couple months. Uh, and they'll fight me on that. Will they? Yeah, they will. They'll say, no, you should really do it. But that's just another opportunity to be like, this is what's going to work in my life. Push it back a couple months. And and they will, you know, they they won't say no. And I think that's that's a good thing about to get come back to the question that you we started this bit of the conversation with about like landmark everyone that you talk I don't know how they do this as an organization but everyone you talk to there is a little bit of a pain in the ass <laughs> but they're but you get the sense that they're doing it because they love you and because they want to help you 
sort of like discover these things about life and about yourself. So it's like, they're not, they're in your way, but they're not, they're in your way to help you, you know? And so it's like, if you, if you say like, this is what, this is what I need, this is what I'm doing and you don't need to justify it and you don't need to give reasons. Um, but yeah, if, if you can, a lot, you know, another big part of Landmark is just not letting other people stop you. This is what I'm going to do. I, you know, I need your help to accomplish it. And they're going to say, no, like, think about this. And, no, this is what I'm going to do. I need your help to accomplish it. You know, they'll, they'll eventually say, okay, we'll, we'll it. So. Well, yeah, and that, this person that I know that went, part of their reason for going was, I think, something around saying no and something around... They got a ton out of it. Right. And it was also when they're like, hey, you didn't turn in that card or whatever. And he's, they're like, no. Yeah. Like, not having to, like, for, I think, I'm trying, I could be having all this wrong. Anyway, what I'm remembering from it was their work was no reasons. No, I won't be turning the card in. Well, how come? Because I won't. Right. And, like, how uncomfortable that was and yet the practice of doing that and how powerful that could be in other parts of your life whoa what yeah. a great place to practice yeah and there's another paradox there S certainly like and landmark talks a lot about reasons um and there's another paradox there that like i recognize in myself i'm so reasonable and, and, <laughs> you know, oh that is a that's a whole conversation right there <laughs> yes um you know, being reason I let being reasonable stop me from doing things that I want to do. Because oh, you know, here's all the reasons not to do that thing or you know, whatever. And who would want to be unreasonable? I mean that that you wouldn't want to be unreasonable. Yeah. But there is power in being unreasonable. Um and yeah, I so so I've got a future lesson for myself there too. Um Yeah, and so, you know, person you know that went to landmark they went and they got what they got and they were they were the ones responsible for creating the value in their life out of that and that's great you know i think ultimately landmark would say great that's a you know that's a win if wins exist <laughs> but it's one of those things you know where it's like it, it, it's a paradox, right? You go and you say, I'm not going to do the homework. I'm not going to do it. And that's, there's not a problem with that. That's great. Um, and I think, I think at the end of the day, Landmark would say, okay, you're doing your life. And that's basically what we're trying to help you do anyway. So, um, so in a way it's like, there's no way to maybe, I'm going to say there's no way to win. <laughs> and I think it's because they have made it clear that it's not about winning, right? It's like it's about, I don't know what it's about, but, um, and, and initially that's what I was trying to do when I was trying to share the forum with people, right? It's like you say, Hey, I'm inviting you to do this. And then they say, they say their reasons. For not wanting to do it and then you don't argue with the reasons you just say yeah it's true and i'm still invited <laughs> <laughs> so 
So now, what is that something like? Is that a an exercise they give you to do to invite other people? Because you didn't yeah. invite me. I didn't invite him. He didn't come to John. Um, yeah, and uh, they they did. You know, I again, I think that's part of what's making landmarks successful, and also part of what makes them annoying is, yeah, certain certainly they like coach you on how to invite people to the forum. Um, and I, you know, I've got. I got something to work through on that because I did a little bit of it and I was like, this feels gross. Um, but then I've had conversations like this one with people that don't feel gross because I'm just sharing honestly instead of trying to share what I think I'm quote supposed to share or what they want me to share, you know? And that's not how I want to be, whether or not they want me to be that way. So... So it's inauthentic, right? And my and my authenticity is always maybe not always. My authenticity currently is I'm still reasonable. I'm still intellectual. I still you know roll these things around in my head, and I'm still very much about right and wrong. And like I'm starting to see the ways those things limit me but I don't I don't really understand it fully yet so like if we get to that part of the conversation like John would I invite you to go to the forum <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. and that's the answer yes you know sort of like Swedish <laughs> yeah but, uh, I could send you an invite <laughs> and just, you know, just to let you know, like, it's been frustrating and annoying and growth-inducing and all those things. So, like, that might be what you're getting into. <laughs> I hear it's relatively inexpensive. Is that true? It's unbelievably inexpensive. Uh, the... So, the, for, the, the weekend courses are, like... About eight hundred bucks, uh, and it's, it's pretty easy to get a two hundred dollar discount for those. There's lots of opportunities. Like if someone invites you to an evening seminar, there you know there are three times during the seminars where you can invite guests and you go to that. They'll give you a discount code and get two hundred bucks off. So yeah, a forum is really like six hundred bucks a weekend. And what's a weekend? Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then a Tuesday night sort of completion. That is insanely cheap. Yeah. And the seminars are even crazier because they're 10 weeks, two and a half hours each week, and those are $175. (laughs) And you get a free one when you go to the forum. So what's the catch? (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I don't, I mean, maybe the catch is just that like, I mean, for me, looking at it, right, they've got uh, 40 seminars, and I don't know how many weekend programs, because I just decided, decided again, right, I see the language. I'm not into <laughs> weekends right now, for the time being. Um, Wait, what's the difference? Why isn't that a choice? You just choose not, you're just choosing not to go. Right, it is a choice, but I use the word decide. 
And then oh, okay. The worker side. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, hang on. What was the question? <laughs> um. The question was how in, it's inexpensive. Then you said there's like forty courses. Right. You're mm-hmm. you decided not to do yeah. one or something right. something oh. like that. Yeah. There's forty courses. So I think you had asked like what's in it for land like how do they do that yeah what's the catch yeah so i think it's just that the people who are the people for whom it's a really good fit and they're like i'm gonna be in some landmark program or the other for the rest of my life and there are people like that right there was a guy in my last seminar he was an old guy he looked like he was in his 70s or 80s um and I think he had probably been doing them for 30 or 40 years because we, you often have guests come to these seminars, we, you know, who lead other um, landmark programs. And Larry was one of the guests and he came to our seminar and he had led my advanced course, which was the second, you know, the, sort of the second weekend program in the landmark curriculum. So he's like one of, 40 people in the world who lead these like really difficult courses on a regular basis. And he came into my seminar and he was like, he saw this, this other guy who was just a member of the seminar. And he's like, Whoa, Peter crazy. And Peter's the guy who recruited him to landmark like 25 years ago. And he's still just doing the curriculum. You know, he's just in it because he has seen that his life works better when he's involved in this thing. So I think that's part of it, right? I think it's part people who are just in it all the time. Um, like, don't isn't that a, isn't that another one of their terms? Workability. Yeah, that's a big part. You know, having a life that works. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and we talked about that a little bit earlier in this conversation um, about integrity and related to workability. And I don't, I don't understand that very well yet. Um, but yeah, my coach has been involved in it for decades. Uh, it's like, I it, I think it's analogous to, you know, if you decide to go to the gym to be in shape, you just go to the gym for the rest of your life. Landmark is the same kind of thing, but for personal and spiritual development. Um, so I think part of the, the catch value for them as a company is people who go back to it over and over and over. And I think part of it is the people for whom it really works really spread the word and bring in a lot of other people. Um, so, yeah, it's like, and and I, I, even while I'm frustrated, you know, there are things about Landmark that frustrate me and annoy me. I think I trust that um, <clears throat> there's nothing insidious there right they're not they're not trying to inculcate or um you know it's not a cult yeah it's not (laughs) it it has aspects there are things in it that are also in cults but it's not a cult there are things (laughs) in it that are also in multi-level marketing schemes but it's not a multi-level marketing okay Um, you know like ultimately it's up to me what I get out of it and what I don't get out of it. 
you know, and that's what they're trying to teach me. They're trying to teach me that like I am responsible for my life and maybe even all of life, even though I don't know what that means yet. <laughs> so again, right? It's like I have these sort of intellectual understandings of these things. I know the I know some of the lingo. I can see I get a hazy glimpse of like what this is pointing at, but I don't know with a lot of confidence yet like okay what is what does that mean in terms of how i live life how i move through life how i relate to people i still have a lot to learn about that so these 40 seminars that landmark does i'll keep doing them but honestly what i realized is they're all pointing they're all just different inroads into the same small handful of skills right about your own responsibility for yourself about integrity, about being unreasonable, you know. But they're they present as teaching you about personal finance and relationships and communication and you know, like so so they're they're all of these things, but really they're all just ways to like revisit the fundamentals. Which is another thing I realized within the past week. Here's a great story. I'm gonna talk to my coach about this this afternoon. I'll talk to your listeners too. Um I tutor the LSAT. I don't have a lot of students anymore because life's too busy, but I have one who's learning to do these logic games. <clears throat> and he's trying to um, trying to do the work in his head because he perceives that doing the work in his head would be faster. right? Oh, I'm going to go faster and be able to get through the section. I just do this in my head and don't work it out on paper. Um, but doing it on paper is the basics that's the fundamental and if you can't do it on paper you can't do it in your head and so i'm continually trying to remind him like you have to do the basics you have to do the fundamentals you have to get that really solid and then maybe you can start to do some of that work in your head instead of on paper and i realized like i was driving home or meditating or something i was like oh that's probably also true for me in life like i'm probably trying to do all of this advanced stuff and like Really, I just need to go back to the basics and get really good at them. So I'm going to talk to my coach about that and be like, okay, what are the, like, what are the basics for living? And it'll probably be all the stuff that Landmark's talking about, right? Like, you know, do some meditation so that you learn how to pay attention, like focus on your breath, keep your word, uh, you know, it's going to be all that stuff. So, hmm. yeah. Is there one... Is there one big takeaway though that you did have? Like, is there what? Is there? There doesn't have to be. I mean, is there? Yeah. What's my question here? My question here is, I don't know. I'm just thinking a good way to wrap up here. Like, is there? Is there one big thing you took away, and maybe one big thing that you wish that you that you didn't like? I guess actually this is coming back around to a question you asked earlier that I didn't remember this was the answer to, but you know, a big reason that I went to the forum in the first place was because I'm sort I was sort of like, Ooh, I'm not satisfied in work and I want to be doing something that feels more meaningful to me and making more money doing it. And that's why I went to the forum. What I really got out of the forum was I'm not showing up in my relationship with my wife, I'm really being avoidant in my relationship with my daughter. And 
those things are really important to me and I didn't even realize that I wasn't like there you know I wasn't present for that part of my life so you know my forum was a lot of conversations on the phone with my wife um, which was awkward at first because I thought I was asking her for something but then like, later I called and I was like oh no actually this is all me like all of this is me and my perspective on it and I'm the problem here you know <laughs> Uh, so that was huge and that continues to be a challenge because I want to continue like because I you know I want to go to the this weekend program and that takes me away from my family so you know I'm it's really forcing me to stand up for that uh, continue to stand up for that even in the face of wanting to continue to be involved in landmark um, so that's great so that's the first thing um, I really got from from the forum I really got a sense of oh I'm the problem here I got to clean up myself um, I will often go out into the world and try to fix somebody else or fix us you know my job or my income or those things but I do that probably every time in order to avoid looking at something uncomfortable inside me and uh, and accepting it and embracing it and growing beyond it. That's maybe the biggest thing I got out of Landmark, um, that I got to do the work on myself. And that's all there is. Um, but something I didn't like about Landmark. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it. maybe this is like a... Maybe this is a bad answer because it's kind of something I like but I, I just it's like oh it still feels hard it still feels like oh man there's so like life is just so much work and I was I was doing a really good job of avoiding that for a long time <laughs> and now like more <laughs> uh and so I really, you know, like when I think about that or really let myself think about that, I realize, oh man, I'm, I'm experiencing that as a lot of burden and I don't think I, I don't think I will forever. You know, I don't think it actually is burden. I think that's just how I'm experiencing it, but I don't see at this point, you know, what the other way to see it is. So it's kind of like one of the things they do in Landmark is they'll often ask you like what did, what did you get share what you got and that's something that you can share with people when you're inviting them to landmark like what did you get out of this people are like oh man i got all you know people are like light up about it oh i got this and i got this <laughs> this and i people are like what did you get out about it and i'm like mm, i got a really messy room that i gotta clean up and that is you know me like that's uh -huh. uh -huh. messy inside me. And <laughs> I got punched in the face. <laughs> it doesn't feel inspiring at all. Like when I share that, but that's that's how it occurs to me right now. I love it. Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love your authenticity, your vulnerability, your your you. Thanks, John. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to share. Um, so, 
I'm glad for our conversations, whether or not we record them. I hope they're helpful for your listeners. Yeah. To be continued. It always is.